Yes, everybody, it is me, Matt Wright, here on this wonderful and fantastic Thursday evening, live on Muddied Waters Media with the Writer's Block. Yes, eight-ish, people, eight-ish. Nothing starts at eight here. If it does, it's not real Muddied Waters Media production. Uh, thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, I know there are a lot of things you could be doing on Thursday night, and I appreciate that you choose to spend your Thursdays here with me on the writer's block on Muddied Waters Media. Uh, if you are watching us on one of the many social media outlets that we are on and you have not yet subscribed, followed, liked, whatever the option is on whichever social media, go and do that now. Uh, just hit the subscribe, hit the follow, hit the, hit the bells. If there are bells, hit the bells. Anywhere we are, hit the bells. We want your phone to explode. I know that a lot of people in the comments are saying there were no there was no notification, but please just do it because that will tell them to start sending notifications or they will finally kick us off of social media and I don't know what we'll do then. I'll have to figure that out then. Um, first and foremost, allow me to thank Casey Neff for the kava that I am drinking on today's episode. Um, I still like, okay, so these guys... They are still a sponsor, but their website's down, so they can't take orders. So they asked me to stop giving them. They asked for people to stop going to their website. Um, so they, they, they will be back soon. Um, but until then, thank you, Casey Neff. And uh, to Casey Neff for my kava and to all of you for showing up, I say Bula Banaka. So today is Thursday, August something fifth august 5th and today's episode is brought to you by the very fine and wonderful people at the libertarian party waffle house caucus the fastest growing and second largest caucus in the libertarian party if you want to become a member of the libertarian party waffle house caucus all you have to do is go to muddywatersmedia.com slash store and pick yourself up a waffle house button uh which will be mailed out to you by me personally uh if you want to become a voting member even though we never vote, uh, pick yourself up a shirt, which you can also get at the exact same spot. This episode is brought to you by the Gravy King. This, and by Fierce Luxury by Ashley. High-end bags and accessories uh, consignment shop. Uh, it is based online. They carry the hottest brands like Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Gucci, Hermes. Hermes or Hermes. Somebody said it uh, the other day. It might be Hermes. Uh, Hermes, uh, you can consign with them for a 30% fee, which is allegedly 20% less than you can from anybody else. Um, I don't know if that's true, but I don't think Ashley would lie to me. Uh, you can find them online at fierceluxurybyashley.com and on Facebook in their exclusive group, Fierce Luxury by Ashley. Ashley assumes that we will also have fun with this and make jokes, but, uh, the details here are the same. Uh, and she promises to get us a better high-quality graphic as soon as possible. But that hasn't happened yet. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Jack Casey. Jack Casey has written some books. One of them is apparently about a vomiting ring. The other one is about a butterfly with an erection. Uh, he has another book coming out called Crowned by Gold. Crowned by Gold, which is Donald Trump's hooker's favorite book. Um, you can pick those up at theroyalgreen.com. And from what I understand is Donald Trump's hooker's favorite book is coming out soon. I keep hearing this, but I'm not really sure how true that is. 
Uh, we will find out together because I'm certain he will want to prove it to me and tell me I've been wrong this entire time. This episode is brought to you by Cumberland Cannabis Co. Uh, it is viable, ethical, and effective weed. Uh, it's Delta AIDS, a great uh, ethical Delta 8 strain from the fantastic people in the Cumberland Valley in Tennessee. And for anybody out there who knows, Tennessee perfected pretty much anything it touches, um, but it perfected uh, Jack Daniels. So I am willing to bet that they can perfect weed. Don't see why not. This episode is brought to you by Adderpan. Not Adderpan, which I keep wanting to say. Adderpan is a first-person, five-night-style game featuring creepy characters like that weird-looking, smiley, empty, shark-eyed, dead doll thingy that you can see right there on the screen. And uh, I'm certain others. Uh, you get to play a security guard who is trying to survive the night shift armed with cameras and a flashlight, and uh, you are trying to avoid what I'm assuming is that creepy-looking doll thing uh, while they try to kill you, and you need to make it to the end of the day. Uh, expansions are already in progress by the developer and will be available for free as they are released and is currently available for Windows PC. You can find Adderpan and upcoming expansions on Steam for the low, low price of $5. $5, people, that's like a gallon and a half of gas. Like, just don't drive anywhere today and buy Adderpan instead because obviously that is going to be worth more of your money. This episode is brought to you by Thomas Quita. Thomas Quita, if you want to know how to say his name, say Quitter like an Australian. Quita. Uh, Thomas Quita, he's running, well, he's rolling for state senate in uh, New York because uh, he states... He runs better than Albany. He is having a meme contest uh, at tomfor52.com slash FTG. That is T-O-M-F-O-R-5-2.com slash FTG. If you want to know what FTG stands for, the last word is government. Uh, he's having a meme contest. Uh, go and send him all of the memes. Make millions of memes. <laughs> Make millions of memes for Thomas Queter and help him show Albany the correct way to run. Uh, this episode is also brought to you by Joseph Soloski, the voice of Muddied Waters of Freedom. Uh, he is the key to Pennsylvania's success. If you live in the Pennsylvania region of New York, yeah, no, sorry, of the United States, not of New York. Uh, if you live in the Pennsylvania region of the United States, vote for Joe Soloski for Pennsylvania's governor and make Pennsylvania mightier than the sword. Uh, yeah, thank you all for tuning in. Tom for 52.com. T-O-M-F-O-R 52.com. Um, oh, man. It's one of our, one of, I don't know who Starry-Eyed Surprise is over on Twitch, but they've been banished to Twitch because they can't watch anything on Facebook Live. But thank you because you are getting us closer to becoming a real Twitch person. Um, Twitcher? Twitchy? I don't know. Um, again, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, tonight, I have a very special guest on. He is the Affiliate Support Director for the Libertarian Party of Kentucky and the District 4 at large for the same state. Uh, his name, and please welcome with me, is Byron Cabbage. 
Cabbage, welcome to the show, my man. Helps How if you I, doing? I'm doing well. Helps if I turn up your volume. I was like, why can't I hear you now? I was like, oh yeah, I turned him down. There we go. Um, yeah, welcome. Thank you for spending your Thursday evening with me. Like I say to all of the people out there in the internet world, uh, you, there's a lot of things you could be doing on Thursday. I'm not sure if NBC still has must-see TV on Thursday nights, but you're spending it with me instead of with Ross and Rachel, so thank you. Works for me. <laughs> so, so, um... I'm not going to, so for anybody out there watching, I'm a massive Scrubs fan. I've seen the first eight seasons of Scrubs of the nine because the ninth season is a spinoff. It's not an action. I shouldn't get into this, but I'm going to anyway. Uh, So the first eight seasons is Scrubs. The second, the ninth season is Scrubs Med School. It's a completely different show. They were trying to like get some of the same people to come back. It was more like a reboot didn't work that's why it only lasted one season and now they just kind of lump it all in together but i'm a massive scrubs fan and there's a character uh in seasons four through six and then he shows up again in eight uh called jason cabaggio that jd lovingly calls cabbage and he always sees me he's like cabbage and uh, every time that i have seen byron's name for the last week I have said in my head, cabbage, because your last name is actually cabbage. Um, so I have to call you Wolfman. Uh, and for that's a. Scrub. I'm totally going to be watching Scrubs reruns for like the next week now. I hope you know that. That, that. That's a Scrubs deep cut right there. That's a Scrubs joke deep cut for anybody out there. Um, so tell me, Byron, tell me, Wolfman, uh, how is it that you. Uh, Found yourself in the land of the great unwashed, known as the Libertarian Party. Oh, geez. Uh, let's see. It was back in 08. And a couple years out of high school, I was like 21. So partying, drinking, all that stuff. And uh, hanging out at the buddy's house, having a good time. And then the presidential debates were on. And uh, Ron Paul happened to be speaking. And uh, I was like, you know, this is kind of interesting, you know, not something that I typically hear. I never put any thought to like a fiat currency or financial policy or anything right. like that. Um, or even like the wars, because, you know, the war on terror started when I was in high school. Uh, that was my senior year. I remember being in school and watching it all on TV and whatnot. Uh, so he was just different, you know. And then uh, 2012 came around and uh, heard him again. And a uh, little older, a little wiser at that point. So like, and I just really liked what he had to say and, you know, I aligned what I thought with Republicans a lot, especially on like gun rights and stuff like that. And I live in rural Kentucky, so everybody has a gun. Um, but then like you'd see things like cannabis laws, uh, how strictly they enforce them in the state. Uh, you know, roadblocks are a particular thing that happens here. When you look at the state of Kentucky as a whole, um, we have Republican majority in the House. I think it's super majority. It's like a. Uh, over 75% of our state legislator is Republican. Now, we ended up electing a Democrat to... Uh, to governor, yeah. To office for a- governor. A- Andy Bashir. Uh, Bashir? Yeah, Bashir. Andy Bashir, Bashir. The tyrant himself. Yep. Yep. Um, so it is one of those things. It's like, you know, when you look at it, we should be living literally in a Republican conservative utopia. Uh, they have the majority control. The only Democrat strongholds that are left are like... Uh, Louisville, and then I do believe like Pike County and Lexington. 
um, but rural Kentucky is hard red. Um, but again, I didn't align with Republicans on a lot of things, and especially like after listening to Ron Paul, uh, financial policy particularly was one thing I was really interested in. Uh, so I joined the Libertarian Party and uh, never heard from anybody whatsoever. This was like 2012. Um, turns out, you know, the party was very small back then. There was right. a total of four or five guys holding it down. Um, compared so to now, you, where you there had your are chair, your vice chair, your treasurer, and your secretary in order to keep the thing alive, and that was pretty much it. Yep. Right. And that was it. So, like, uh, so they didn't have directorships at the time. There was no membership outreach director, uh, nothing like that. Um, so you'll find lots of people like that in the state where like they, they signed up and the party was just so small at the time, they didn't have the capacity to do that stuff. Uh, now at the point where we're getting so much larger and we're having, uh, I guess you'd say, the opportunity to try to backtrack, um, try to catch up with a lot of these people that showed interest a long time ago and never heard from anybody. Um, so yeah, good times. Uh, switched back to Republicans because of Rand Paul, had high hopes for Rand Paul. Uh, that was 2016. Uh, the Johnson campaign came through. Um, I just seen where the elections went, and then you know it was Hillary Clinton and uh, Donald Trump. Ugh. So I jumped back into the Libertarian Party again, uh, and that was actually courtesy of Matthew Butts. Uh, he kind of nudged me that way. It was like, look, give it a second chance, um, and I jumped back in. And at that point, you know, it wasn't four or five people; it was twenty, thirty, um, compared to now, where we have much larger numbers. So at least compared to before, you you would not believe who literally commented as you were saying that, as you were saying who brought you Matthew Butts, Matthew Ryan Butts. Really? Yeah, he says holy 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 shnikes, it's my boy Byron Cabbage. Um, yeah, Matt, Matt's a good guy. Yeah, Matt, we've been friends on Facebook for a while. He's a good dude. Um, but uh, yeah, so. Now, uh, that was 2016, 2017, when you guys had like 30. Do you know how many people are in your party now? Um, let's see. Dues peg, I'd say we're around 200. Uh, registered, we're on the track of up to 1,600. Oh, nice. Um, which is incredible, considering 2010, 2012, uh, registered was in the hundreds, and dues paying was far, far less than that. Right. right. So, and now you are the affiliate support director and the district four at large for the uh, state party. Uh, what, yes, do you, what do you attest to the meteoric rise to these positions in the LP? Uh, so let's say realistically, there's so many things that need to be done and not enough people to do. Them. So right now the party is small enough to where if you want to get involved, it's easy to find yourself in any position. Um, which is good uh, because we're growing now. Uh, I kind of got involved basically saying, you know, I didn't really want to be a party officer, um, nor did I want to be a director, but I was willing to fill that role until somebody else is willing to step it up. They can do it better than me. Um, so that's kind of been what it's all about. Uh, trying to set the example. If I do it, somebody else may say, hey, you're doing this wrong. Well, then they can step up and have their chance. Uh, that's just kind of it. We really need to build like the local infrastructure in order to be able to run a lot of effective races. Right. Um, and we've been somewhat effective in the state. We have four uh, four individuals elected to office currently. Um, I've had meetings over the past couple of weeks. We had a meetup last night, or uh, let's see, we had a meetup on Tuesday night, um, and I met a guy who's interested in running for a judge executive seat in one of our counties. Um, we have another guy who is interested in running for constable. Um, 
and that's just in our district. I wanted to say there's four or five local candidates plus two people seeking, uh, you know, House in uh, 2022. So we're just kind of uh, trying to keep the momentum coming up of the uh, presidential election and roll it into uh, 2022. Very cool. Very cool. So I know that, um, like, so you're the affiliate support director. So you do, you deal a lot with tra- training, but it, it appears as though you've been taking on like event coordination as well. We don't have an event coordinator currently. <laughs> uh, we have slowly filled roles. I was one of the first directors when uh, the new team took over. Um, see, fell into a bit of a position. The uh, the previous chair failed to nominate directors for any of these positions. So we went for two years without a director of membership, without a communications director. And the few directorships we did have were our state secretary, um, Christy Kendrick. She ended up taking on way too many roles. Um, fantastic lady and such a hard worker, but it was it was too much, you know. And it can be like that in this party. It is real easy to uh, wear too many hats and take on more than you're capable of handling. Um, especially with a lot of us because we're volunteers. You know, um, I work three part-time jobs total and I homeschool my son uh, as a single dad. So, you know, I dedicate what time I can. Um, and that's the thing. It's getting a bunch of people to dedicate a little bit of time. And, and yes, that, that is accurate. So I used to be a member here at the, well, I am a, I technically a member of the Libertarian Party of Florida still, but I was a, um, I was an officer at the Libertarian Party of Pinellas County. Uh, I was the treasurer. I was, I started as the secretary, then I was the treasurer and then I became vice chair. Um, and they asked me to run for chair and then I quit the party. Um, and then I ended up joining again later, but I not as, active in it as it's happened to a lot of people that it's easy to get backed into a a position like that and you don't want to say no because you want to do your part yeah um and it and a lot of it is that yeah you you have to do things uh like you have to get people to just volunteer just a little bit of time and the people who have more time to volunteer will hopefully step up and do it and the people who don't will just give whatever they can as far as time and then if they can't hopefully they can give some semblance of money um and that's pretty much the way that you have to get parties to grow um now i understand that you have uh an event this weekend Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm excited for one i'm excited for one aspect of this entire event just one, uh, because I won't be there. But I will be able to watch this live, and I can't wait because I like watching an embarrassing display of athleticism just as much as the next guy. Uh, so anytime a politician steps out to throw out the first pitch at a baseball game, I want to be there to watch. And uh, based on based on past experiences, uh, or yeah, with past experiences. The mayor of Cincinnati quite possibly threw out the worst first pitch at a baseball game ever. Um, it's worse than 50 cents, and 50 cents is terrible. Like, 50 cents is probably the second worst one. Uh, and the best first is, or the best for opening pitch is possibly George W. Bush from somebody who's not known from being a professional athlete of some kind, even though Michael Jordan was also terrible. Uh, but these are the two spectrum like sides of the spectrum you could say 50 cent and george w bush uh i am thinking that spike is probably going to pull a michael jordan and get it sort of over the plate 
but just sail that thing way too high and go over. Um, what do you have any guess? Do we do we have any bets on how this is going to go? I don't, I don't know. I didn't realize we were taking bets on it, Dad. <laughs> Man, we take. I take bets. On I'm interested time. to see how that goes. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he'll. Uh, the guy will strike. You know, it, maybe he'll throw it right over the home plate. Who knows? He does have the uh, fancy glasses. You know, he does. Have, uh, maybe that'll give him some uh, superpowers. For, for anybody Brian who doesn't. Me, uh, so so Brian texted me earlier and uh, had me reaching out to ask if uh, Spike can go in the bullpen, uh, the bullpen and uh, warm up a little bit before he goes out. Good stuff. Yeah, I was talking to him yeah. yesterday. I was like, you're going to want to warm up your arm beforehand. He goes, am I going to have time? I'm like, I hope so. You're about to throw the – and everybody's like, you're only throwing the ball 90 feet once. And I'm like, right, but I've gone out without – like." It's I, the pressure, though. Right, so, much, so pressure. much pressure, and you want to throw a strike, and everybody wants to throw a fastball. Um, and if you go out there and you try to throw it the 60 feet 6 inches from the mound to home plate and try to gun it down there, you're going to feel that shiver go all the way down your arm, and then it's just going to die on you. Um, right. Because I've had it happen. Um so, be fantastic. Hopefully he gets it to the plate. Hopefully it's not like an embarrassing pitch where it just goes a couple feet and then flops down. Right. Yeah, Doesn't even make it to the plate. He, uh, Carly Ray Jepsons it and it just goes like three and a half feet and dives and just rolls. Um, I, I'm wondering I, if he uh, did he buy his own special glove or anything. That would be fantastic. That would be awesome. Like I really hope he gets. Maybe they let him keep the ball. I, I think they do. I mean. Fantastic. For most, for most of, so I, if, I believe if he most of them it, do. He'll have that sitting on the shelf forever, reminding him how he bought it. <laughs> exactly. Like they go, they grab it. They're like, "Here, this hit the woman in the third row over there, so you can have that back." Ignore the blood. Um, I, I, God, I hope so. Uh, I don't want to see Spike fail when it comes to elections and no, politics. I hope he does fantastic. To be honest with you, I think he'll do this fine. No, so. When it comes to elections and politics and like growing the party and fundraising, I don't want to see Spike fail. Absolutely. I want to see Spike fail at throwing out this first pitch and I want it to be gloriously bad. Um, Do we think about all the memes that can come from this? Because like the, uh, the one at the beach was pretty popular. So there's no telling what could happen if he (laughs) flops the uh, baseball. He'll be a uh, internet legend for life. You know, and, and in all fairness, if he throws it out better, like if he throw, like if he just guns it and he gets a good strike in, you can just do video comparisons of like former presidents and vice presidents who threw out first pitches oh, so good. next to him and be like, this could have been your VP, but no, you went for this. That's, a, that's 2024 election material right there. Right. Exactly. Um, so, so besides Spike potentially embarrassing himself on national internet um because anybody that wants to you can watch this on vimeo the uh that uh what's the name of the town they're in again they're the y'alls i know that uh yeah it's uh the florence y'all florence florence it's a it's in northern kentucky and kenton county okay Um, and and if you go to the events page on the lpky website uh, which is www.lpky.org um click on events and all those events will be listed under there um, let's see, we have a total of four events. Uh, three of them will be paid events, uh, ranging from something cheap for the Popitarians up to a, a little bit more expensive. Um, you know, it, it should be a really good time. Um, so Did you the, call the them Popitarians? Popitarians. I have never heard that before. Yeah. 
Povertarians. I like that. Um, so you've never heard that before. I've never heard that before. I've heard all kinds of different um, plays on libertarian, but I've never heard povertarian. Um, so yeah, anybody that wants to watch it that's not in Kentucky, uh, you can watch that on the Florence Y'all's Vimeo. Uh, I don't know if it costs anything to watch it, but they did say it will be airing there, and I'm gonna watch it if I can. Um, but so other than. <laughs> 100% That's good stuff. This isn't a secret. This is concealed to Kentucky. This will be seen everywhere. Everywhere. Um, so other, other than this, uh, you've got some training events going on, right? Like what are, what are yes, the sir. trainings that you guys are going to be doing? Um, so we've got Trisha Butler coming in. Uh, Trisha doesn't live too far from us, just south of us actually in Tennessee. Um, so she's going to come up uh, talking about like running for office. Um, candidate related things as well as talking about better messaging and whatnot um, and then spike will be giving a presentation um, his culture winning presentation um, we're kind of just trying to uh, give people something to do get them active get them motivated um, you know we have signatures to collect coming up here soon uh, for 2022 because we don't have ballot access um, so just kind of uh, encouraging people to show out come get involved you know uh, do your part are you guys going to be doing a training on uh, like how to get signatures properly? Like in order to like, get... cause I have done this before. I've had to go out and get the signatures and do all of that. So I've been like... working fairs the past couple of weeks. Um, so yeah, it's not uh, the biggest issue was because uh, again, we're, we're such a small party and we're growing. It was like uh, people would get signatures and they'd be like, okay, but now what do I do with them? Um, so, so we've got that squared away. Uh, people are learning. Um, so I have a packet I put together, uh, which is, I worked with Chris Gillingham, um, which not too long ago, the LPKY meetings were Chris Gillingham sitting in the Barnes and Noble. Uh, and then, you know, this one guy, um, same thing happened with Ken Molman, you know, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Ken, but how that man comes up with the amount of time he does to dedicate to this party baffles me. Yeah. I do not um, understand yeah. it. Yeah, the, the, the former chair of the Libertarian Party. The the former yep. temporary chair of the Libertarian Party, Ken Molman. Yep. yep. Temporary. Skinny Ken Molman. Yes, skinny, skinny Ken. Skinny. Skinny Ken. Um, skinny but yeah, Molman. Uh, but yeah. So and we, we have that going on in Louisville. Uh, we're going to do a social dinner afterwards. Um, we are recently, so the Libertarian Party of Kentucky now has their first state party office um, in the state of Kentucky. We have... Uh, building where we have a suite downtown. Um, so we're bringing the training in also to like promote that, hey, we are making moves. We're doing things like we have a state party building now where we can store our stuff. Uh, it's not getting stored in Ken's basement anymore. It's not hanging out in Christie's garage. It's not, you know, mugging up James Toller's garage. It's actually physically at a location where when people need materials, they can go there um, to pick up what they need opposed to, uh, you know, trying to coordinate schedules with people and things in garages, you know how that right. goes. So, right. uh, yeah, there, there, yeah. there was a time period for the uh, Libertarian Party of Pinellas County where me, where me, the, uh, when I was the secretary, I had a bunch of stuff at my house. The vice chair had a bunch of stuff at his house. The chair had a bunch of stuff at her house. Um, the treasurer, we were all kind of pulling treasurer duty. Um, but, yeah. uh, we all had stuff at our house and they'd be like, Hey, we need you to bring these flyers to this meeting or, Oh, don't forget the bracelets. We need to give the bracelets out to people who show up. 
and then you'd leave the and house. The things and, get lost. Yeah, and... you'd leave the house and completely forget them because right. you're not thinking about it. And next like, to... stuff ends up all over the place, and then people like come and go throughout the party. You know, right. I, I've met several people who were involved back in the day. They tried to do something, and, and now they're coming back. Um, I actually even talked to a guy the other night who actually was sitting on the city council in 2018. Um, he had some health issues and he left, but now he's back. Um, his county party defunct while he was gone. Um, so he's interested in getting that spun back up and started. So, uh, you know, it happens a lot. But yeah. now we have, you know, a headquarters. Uh, it's good stuff. I remember when they first got it, uh, Randall calls me and he's like, hey, you have a desk. You need to come set it up. Uh, done blue collar work most of my life. I drove a forklift half the damn time. I've never had a desk before. Uh, but you know, here we are, uh, and it's only going to get bigger. Um, even in the short amount of time that I've been in the party. So I've been an actual dues paying member of the libertarian party of Kentucky for a little over two years now. Um, when I started, it was just me and I was a county coordinator. Um, I live in an interesting district in Kentucky. I live in Thomas Massey's district, um, in a small, small County. Um, so what you'll find is the libertarians here are Republicans because of primaries because there is no Libertarian Party in a lot of these more rural counties. Right. Um, every now and then you'll come across one or two guys, but most of them, you know, there's no option for them Libertarian-wise, so they take their chances, register Republican, and keep Thomas Macy in office, um, who's a fantastic guy. Right. But, you know, uh, finding Libertarians in, for instance, Carroll County, which has a very small population, wasn't so easy. Um, because, first off, I'm not from Carroll County. I grew up a couple counties over. And so as county coordinator, I was like, you know, really difficult to find people in my county, but I know all these people in all these other counties. Um, so what I did is I got nominated to the district and I started holding district social meetups. Um, I started holding them in Oldham County um, and it took us about nine months, but we affiliated three counties in the area um, that had never previously had a county party before. Um, all of them are functioning parties. Uh, they are working fairs, they are doing festivals, and they are beginning to start to engage in activism, all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's what kind of happened. And uh, I've spun up some of the counties around me, so now I'm going to go back to Carroll County and uh, try to get them spun up again. So, uh, where in Kentucky are you? Like, which, which so me, portion I, of Kentucky? Let's see. I'm District 4, which is Northern Kentucky. Northern, okay. um, it runs from Basically, it borders Louisville and goes across the top of Kentucky um, and ends at Boyd County. Okay. Our districts are really weird here. Uh, we have 19 counties in my district. Um, some of the other districts are a lot larger than that um, and spread out far. Um, we've always struggled keeping a couple of those districts spun up because they're so, the districts themselves are so large. If you hold a meetup, you know, it's four hour drive going one way to get to the meetup. Um, but we, we finally got them squared away and good to go and working on getting county parties spun up there for them now. Nice. So um, since you're a member of Kentucky, I have to ask a question. Uh, are you more, are, are you more of a Hatfields or McCoy's person? Definitely a McCoy. Okay. So I have to let you also know this before you answer my grandfather's, my great grandfather's name was Charles Hatfield. Does this change your answer? <laughs> Okay. Um, just wondering, just wondering, no, no reason, but, um, well, this interview's over, uh, but no, so <laughs> I see how you, I'm are. sure I can find somebody around here that'll play a banjo for you. Right. 
no, actually, uh, I, I live in the part of Kentucky where we wear shoes here. Um, okay. you know, this, isn't hardcore, this isn't hardcore Appalachia. Uh, we're not we're not that far. You're you're not pushing people yeah. over in outhouses because somebody stole a pig. Uh, no, so, so the so the further north you go from me, uh, you might as well be Ohio. Right. It's they yeah, don't refer I, uh, to themselves as Kentucky. Where are you from? Cincinnati. I I yeah, exactly. I used to live in Tennessee. Um, I used to live in Nashville, and I used to go up to Louisville all the time, which is how I know how to say Louisville. Um, yeah. There's like 47 different ways to say it and spell it. Right, yeah. Um, nobody agrees. No, yeah, nobody agrees, but I, I, I know how not to say it, and uh, that's Louisville. Um, I know that's yeah. not the right way. It's Louisville. Like, there's no vowels in it, and you're just kind of brushing through all the consonants as quickly as possible. Louisville. Louisville. Um, but I used to go up to Louisville all the time, and I used to go to Elizabethtown a lot, um, or E-Town, as the people in Kentucky call it. Uh, but we also would go up to, like, um, we go through Kentucky to go to Indiana to the casinos up there. Um, right. I, I, I like Kentucky a lot. It's a, be- it's a beautiful state. One of my friends was a, uh, for a while, he was a doctor in Pike, Pikeville. Pikeville? Yeah, okay, I was like, I think that's where he was. They um, have the uh, see that, that's the part of Kentucky I was talking about. They have the uh, hillbilly festival yeah, out that way. Yeah, he said so, he went and he was like, "Aren't you a Hatfield? Because they hate you here." And I said, "Yes, that's why I'll never visit. Not because you're in Pikeville. It's because they would hate me." Um, so this weekend, so this weekend kicks off on Friday, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure if there was like a Thursday night thing that I was missing, and I am understanding. That there is a pizza hangout at night for only five. Yes, sir. Which night is that? Uh, that will be after the training event. Uh, it's right down the road in the Highlands downtown. Okay. Um, so we'll be going there. It's for people that may not be interested in the training but want to come out cool. and meet Trish and Spike. Uh, you know, just hang out, have some drinks, eat some food, have a good time. Um, and this is going to be this event which i love i love what you're doing here uh this event is open to the public people who are libertarian can come people who aren't libertarian people who don't care about the libertarian party all of them can come and they can either learn about it or not learn about it right yes sir um, and let's see so with the training event we'll be doing it'll be 35 dollars a person uh, we can host 30 people at our facility um and then that night we'll be doing the social we're doing a five dollar cover charge to uh cover what we had to pay for the deposit for the room. Um, if people choose to eat, it's $12 for all you can eat, pizza, drinks, um, beer and all that there. So, you know, kind of drink what you want to eat, what you want. And so before I let you go, uh, I've got something I want to say after this part, but um, before I let you go, what is, uh, where can people pitch the website again, the Facebook event, the website, okay, anything um, that you got? Because I know you have so a comms what you want to do like 10 is minutes. You'll go to lpky.org, um, click on events. Um, it'll be listed under events. Um, if you go to the baseball game, um, which which I can't wait to see the videos from this, I'm going to need you to send me video of it as well, by the way. I'll be sure we make that happen. Uh, so tickets are ten dollars a piece. There, um, you will click on the link for the video, for the uh, y'all's game, and um, you will want to reserve a ticket in section one hundred two or one hundred three, and the promo code is Liberty. All right, so everybody now knows where they can get their tickets. You know where uh, where to go for this event. I hope everybody that is in Kentucky uh, can make it out to this event because this sounds like it's going to be a great time. Uh, I have. 
Never seen Spike speak. Uh, no, I have. Uh, I've seen Spike speak a lot. Um, but uh, the amount of training and the amount of knowledge that is in that oblong-shaped head of his is vast and just unbelievable. Uh, yes. So it is worth it to go out to this event and check it out. Um, and plus, you get to watch him potentially, potentially beam a random person who is nowhere near home plate. So honestly, completely. What worth- happens if he hits the batter? We didn't talk about this. There is no batter. It's first pitch. It's just him and a catcher. There's no batter. He's like saying he's going to throw a perfect game. I'm like, it's a one pitch perfect game. Um, that would be fantastic. But uh, so everybody needs to go out, check this out. Uh, if you if if you're not going to be if you don't live in Kentucky or in the surrounding states, um, and I understand you don't want to drive. Yeah, absolutely, it's relatively close to Cincinnati. So it is. Yeah, it's relatively Hopefully close we'll to Cincinnati. Some, uh, I, it's close to Indiana. It's close to Cincinnati. If you're in West Virginia, you're close. I know there's been lots of battles between those two borders. Um, if you're in Nashville, it's not that far. If you're anywhere in Tennessee, it's not that far. Like there's a lot of places you can, that you can make it here. So if you're not in that region, if you're not in the Kentucky region, um, I understand. And you can watch Spike's first pitch on the Florentials Vimeo. Um <laughs> Now, before, before I let you go, I just want to say, uh, you and I were talking a little bit before the show, and uh, you said some stuff uh, during the show. Uh, you said that you do all of your work on the weekends, um, that you're a single dad, that you homeschool, uh, that you uh, do all of this work for the Libertarian Party of Kentucky. And I just want to say, you are one of the real ones. I'm immensely proud to be able to have you on the show uh, because honestly, that is incredible that you are doing all of this while still single dadding, homeschooling, not just giving, letting your daughter be indoctrinated in public schools, um, and still making everything work. That is amazingly incredible. And I cannot tell you how honestly proud of you I am, which I hate when people say that to me because you're like, you don't know me, but honestly I am. I, like, I wish more people in this world were like you. Thank you for all you are doing. Hey, I really appreciate that, man. And thank you. Uh, you know, it takes all of us. Uh, I just try to do my part and give what I can give. It's not much, but, uh, you know. Right. Now, and we have to liberty. Right. You have to do it for liberty. And what you are doing is doing it for liberty. And uh, honestly, like you said that stuff. And I was like, God, like uh, Eskimo Libertarian just said goals. Yes. These are, these are goals that we, we should all be striving right. for. And you are doing it, and you are you are a fantastic example of what a good activist in this party can be, because you have figured out a way to make it all work, and you are doing everything you can to advance liberty. And honestly, like I'm proud to have you on this show. Well, I appreciate that, man. It was really great being on here, and uh, I'm sure we'll all talk again soon. I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. That's that. Right. Uh, well, ne- you know, neither is Muddy Water. So. The only way Muddied Waters is going somewhere is if Facebook decides that we're not a thing anymore. Um, but, but thank you so much. I know you have your comms meeting, so I'll let you go. Uh, but thank you so much. I look forward to hearing from you again. And uh, have a fun weekend and update everybody on everything going on. Absolutely. Can do. You have a good one. You should, right, buddy. buddy. I'll talk to you later. Thanks again. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. Thank you so much to Byron Cabbage for coming on. Honestly, that was amazing. Um that was uh, he is what liberty activists look like in my mind 
he told me beforehand, he before the show, I just, I'm going to tell you all, I don't know if I'm supposed to, um, that because he homeschools and he's a single dad, like he does all of his work on the weekend. So he gets in all of the work he needs to do on the weekends just so he can make sure he continues to do this. Plus he's doing all this uh, coordination, uh, the training coordination, the affiliate building um, for for the LPKY like this that is an amazing amazing inspiring person uh so pay attention pay attention to that guy because even if he never runs for office even if he never does anything he's going to do a lot of stuff for the Libertarian Party and I am truly proud to have him on the show because he is an inspiring individual um so that's it for this week a little bit shorter of a show um thank you all so much for tuning in uh Tomorrow, tomorrow at 9.30 Eastern Time, you can check out Cajun and Eskimo from Bayous to Igloos, which will most assuredly offend somebody. Um, And (laughs) at least half of it will. Probably not the first half. Um, but yeah, check them out. They're going to be fantastic. Then on Monday, tune back in for Mr. America, the bearded truth at eight o'clock Eastern with Jason Lyon. Uh, I, oh yeah, I'm going to be on that episode. Tune in for me and Jason Lyon on Monday, uh, where we're going to be talking about the war on drugs. I believe, I believe that's what we're talking about. I really need to read my texts and emails a lot more often. Um, Really looking forward to the show, though, because I love Jason and I can't wait to be on. Uh, And then next Tuesday, right back here, 8-ish, for Spike Cohen and myself for the Muddied Waters of Freedom. And then on Wednesday next week, a brand new episode of My Fellow Americans with Spike Cohen. And then next Thursday, right here, you have me, Matt Wright, for the writer's block. For the writer's block. Next Thursday, 8 o'clock. Um, again, if you are watching us on any social media, make sure you hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the uh, follow button, hit whatever buttons they give you to do, hit bells, hit whatever you need to do so your phone will let you know when we are on the air. Um, be sure to go to tomfor52.com, T-O-M-F-O-R. 52.com uh, and, and join in the meme contest, which will be found at slash FTG. Um, I need to find a fun fact for you all because I forgot to do that today. I normally do. Normally I play trivia on Mondays after I finish doing the notes for muddied waters media. And uh, I didn't do that this week and I'm not going to do it next week. So I need to find my notes somewhere else. Um, okay, perfect. Um, uh, and last week, sorry I wasn't here. I was on vacation. Sarah, super fan Sarah Andreg, and I uh, took a trip. We went up to uh, the, 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 the Blue Ridge in Georgia, and then we went over to Tennessee. We hung out. We had a great time, uh, and I disconnected from everything for a bit, and it was fantastic, and I needed it. Uh, I needed to reset a little bit and go out and breathe some air that wasn't filled with red tide. Uh, and Tennessee was just the, just the prescription that the doctor ordered. Uh, so for your fun fact of the week, the biggest pizza ever created, biggest pizza ever created was 13,580 square feet. And it was made in shockingly, surprisingly Rome, Italy in 2012. Uh, 
unfortunately, I don't think you can consider it a pizza because it was gluten-free. Um, but thank you all so much. Uh, thank you all so much for uh, tuning in. I can't wait to see you all next week. I'm going to be on three nights of Muddied Waters next week. And uh, that gets me up over the 50% mark, which means I get a raise uh, from myself. And thank you all so much. Have a great weekend. Make sure you tune in tomorrow for uh, Cajun Eskimos from Bayou's Igloos. And I will see you all next week. I am. I am. I am swinging from a seven-story window. Throwing parties in a 10 by 7 cell. It's astounding the legs I'll go. To convince the whole damn world I don't need anybody's help. Yeah, I am Swimming out to save me, I will only drag you down. I'll try to use your body as a life raft. Cause if there's room enough for one, there must be room enough for two. I'll sail the good ship you into the sunset. Sipping on savory waters till my liver turns blue. This is broadcast in the evening news. I will be relieved. I am waving while I drown. Don't bother swimming out to save me. I will only drag it down. It's a standard, the legs I'll go To convince the whole damn world I don't need anybody's help